It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Looking through red and black lenses, it's In the Red with Justin Marshall and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yes, welcome to the very first Super Rugby show of the season and the very first in the red. Myself and uh, the legend, the Crusaders legend, Justin Marshall with me. G'day, Marshy, how you doing? Yeah, good day, good evening, Ricardo, and uh, welcome to everybody for the, like you mentioned, first ever Crusaders Monday night show. Uh, it's exciting, isn't it? We're, we're finally there. We're into the first re- uh, round, basically um, leading into... Super Rugby Pacifica, and uh, the sun's shining. It's still summer, but that's the way rugby is nowadays. <laughs> exactly, mate. And I, I guess for you, in a, in a way, this must be quite refreshing. We're just doing a show about the Crusaders, so you don't have to care about pretending about anyone else, do you? You, you can just be you put the eye patch on and be be red and black through and through. <laughs> well, I can, um, but as, as you know, mate, it's always nice to be balanced, and I think probably for the health of the competition, what, what we do want is to have all teams being competitive. You know, we've obviously got uh, the Drua and uh, Pacifica added to the competition this year. I certainly hope that they can get up to speed quickly and and be competitive. Uh, And as much as I want to have that red and black eye patch on, uh, I also really want to make sure that we have a competition that each week you're tuning in and uh, we've got a genuine contest between every team that plays it. And that makes for good viewing for everybody. It means that we've got healthy rugby uh, and, you know, let's face it, in general, New Zealand rugby prospers because of that because players have to be at their very best every week. Well, we got a, we definitely got a taste of it, didn't we, this weekend with the uh, the Crusaders going up with, uh, against the Hurricanes. Uh, I know pre-season results don't matter, but uh, 24-27, I mean, did you see that coming? Um, is this Hurricanes team a little bit further down the track than maybe the, the Crusaders at the moment? Oh, look, you know, pre-season is an opportunity for, for the coaches to piece together combinations, which they, they would have done, uh, and also give players opportunities to, to press for selection. You know, at the end of the day, the, 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 the sides nowadays are so well balanced and so well scrutinised um, internally that the, the coaches in general, um, let, let's take injuries out of the mix, are very pretty much sure of what they're going to have as a starting 15 leading into their first game. So the preseason games, for me, are more about the the coaches getting and the players getting their their ideas together. Uh, they, they like to evolve and change their game plan. They like to think about how they're going to adapt to the law changes. Uh, all of those sort of things come into preseason games and it gives you an idea, even your own training runs and the hit-outs that you have of the way you want to play, uh, you get a bit of a look at the opposition in terms of where their strengths and weaknesses lie. But most importantly, they're all about how you want to structure your game plan leading into this competition. And, you know, the results are secondary to that, I think. Um, I, I think that it's always nice to walk off the field, given that you've got to get through all of those things. 
um, and and feel that you've you've still achieved all of them and won the game, um, and you can still crack a beer and be happy about it. But ultimately, the the, the, the real I guess uh, messages that you get out of these games uh, are internal, and um, they they don't also want to give too much away before the first points are up for grabs. Uh, for you as a player, what was preseason like? I mean, how did you treat running out for say this game against the Hurricanes versus the first round? But horrific. Look, they actually got it pretty good here in Queenstown because the temperature actually dropped by about 10 degrees. But leading up to that, it had been sort of late 20s. And uh, you, you're always thinking, man, I should be I should be at the beach or I should be playing cricket. But you're out there in boots. Uh, the grounds are hard and fast and, and it's bloody hot. So you're, you're always just trying to get through it. Look, I, I would never say that I was trying to get through preseason uninjured because that's not that, that's the way you do get injured <laughs> you go out there and think oh i'm trying to take it easy we'll maybe look after the shoulders or try not to accelerate too much because a hammy will go um but yeah really i think most importantly you just want to get into rhythm um and and that that rhythm is also contact and, and a lot of players out there will tell you that you cannot replicate that you're usually getting together in in mid-december uh, the trainer can't wait to get your hands, uh, his hands on you um, after maybe, you know, half a dozen weeks off uh, and really put you through your paces, fitness-wise, strength-wise, conditioning. Uh, you don't get a massive amount of contact. So those pre-season games are all about that. As much as you can bash each other around at training, uh, those, those pre-season games are the ones where you really start to absorb and get the body used to regular contact and hard contact as well. So... Yeah, um, I wasn't too disappointed. Like I wasn't the greatest person to be put on the subs bench, and everyone knows that. And that was visually even seen at certain stages of my career. Um, but I wasn't. I wasn't too worried about being benched for preseason games. Believe me. <laughs> hey, we should we should have a quick look at the squad because uh, you know I, I look at it and I think Pablo Matero, what a great mm. uh, addition he is, and uh, T. Uh, Tioroa Tahuriorangi, uh, you know, you swap him in and out um, as well with um, uh, the the halfback that we lost to Moana Pacifica in uh, Eri Inari. It's probably right. not a great loss there, but I look at things like, you know, uh, Michael Alalatoa and uh, Andrew Makaleo, guys that aren't All Blacks, Tom Sanders, Luke Romano, guys that aren't All Blacks, so you know you're going to have them all season um, and, and that experience, and, and you've lost that. Is, is that... You know, how much of a blow do you think it is for for Razor in this in the squad? It's a really good point, Ricardo. I think it's probably the most hurt that they've been in the last few seasons. The players have lost. You know, the gains are very good, as you mentioned. But up front, losing um, also young uh, Tuanga Fasi. You know, like you mentioned, Makale Makaleo Ala Ala Toa. You throw in there uh, Fitu Kamakama Douglas. Um, Tom Sanders, who's been very good for them. Brett Cameron, uh, who had a great, uh, you know, um, Mighty 10 Cup, uh, or Bunnings Cup, I should say, excuse me. And um, Luke Romano in particular. You know, th- those guys were guys you could really rely on when things got tough um, because they were experienced, they were solid, uh, and they were, yeah, if they weren't All Blacks, they were fringe All Blacks. So I think that's going to take a, a little bit of the depth out of the Crusaders squad for this year. Um, look, they've got some excitement uh, in, in the wings, um, but how much game time those guys get is really interesting. Look, look for me, Te Toyaroa Tahuriarangi was a player that I, I thought um, 
really deserved another opportunity. Um, he, he seemed to get a little bit lost uh, at the Chiefs, and, and the emergence of Brad Weber was a, a little bit of the catalyst for that. And and I, th- I remember um, having a conversation last year, and I don't think Razor was privy to this, but um, <laughs> I, I certainly I certainly did say among a few of the sort of leadership um, coaches around the All Blacks and, and um, you know guys like Leon McDonald that I said there needs to probably be some investment in, in uh, Te Toiroa because I, I don't think that he um, has really reached his true potential. So I'm glad that the Crusaders have picked him up and I wouldn't be surprised to see him thrive in that environment. So I, I think he, I think that was a very good signing for him. Not for the Crusaders, for him. I think that was for him a really good move and I think him getting into that environment could be the catalyst for him to reach the potential that the All Blacks and the 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 earlier stages of his career in getting into the under twenties and and very much in the system uh, was realised. So I'm really really going to um, watch with a lot of interest in his development. Um, but yeah, on the balance of the squad, they they have probably had some bleeding, and and it'll be interesting to see how they stop that bleeding and and regain their depth. And just to go back to your first point, yeah, Pablo <laughs> Matera. He, 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 you certainly can't class him as being um, really a, a, a rookie, but he is, in terms of New Zealand rugby, um, a real interest in terms of the way that the Crusaders are going to be able to get him play and utilise the skill set that he has. Yeah, I, on that too, uh, we look at the five eights and no Richie Mwanga for the first three rounds. So mm. it's between Fergus Burke and Simon Hickey. I, I do wonder whether or not David Harvey might get a run there. Uh, at some point as well, but it puts a lot of pressure, I think, well, maybe not pressure, but a lot of onus on Bryn Hall, Mitch Drummond as leaders, uh, you know, to, to really carry those guys at the outside, uh, you know, that just outside them. Yeah, it does. And if, if you look at the strength of the Crusaders, and and, and this is unlike seasons previous, the, the, the strength is really in that back line. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the, the Lucys, um, you know, they're, they're going to take a little bit of time to gel. Uh, again, we've mentioned some of the holes that they have in the front row. You know, second row is very strong, as the Crusaders have managed to formulate in the past, so that's not a problem. But that back line is stacked full of talent, man, like particularly the outside backs. And having Jack Goodhue back makes a big difference. Um, when you look at what they've got uh, out wide, they're incredibly dangerous side. Um, you know, you, you how you fit Severu Reese, George Bridge, Shea Fihaki, Will Jordan, I, I mentioned um, Fyang Anuku, who was outstanding last year, and the young uh, Kenny Naholo, all into th- probably three positions with Goodhue back is not going to be easy. And it may mean a shift uh, for uh, David Harvey, uh, like you said, to 10, um, with Moanga being out for those first uh, few games. So that'll be the challenge for them. That'll be where they need to make sure that they manage uh, their way through those first three games without him, because... I certainly know um, that he is keen on a big season. He went, uh, he won't mind me saying this, probably not in form, but he went backwards last year. Uh, you know, he probably lost the race with Bowden Barrett on the end of your tour with the All Blacks. And um, I'm sure that he has very much in his sights this year of establishing himself at the top of, the top, at the top of Everest again in terms of first fives this year. So 
uh, the, the Crusaders will be amping to get him back, but will need to manage their way through him not being there. This is SENZ, IC Red, our Crusaders show, the very first one of our Super Rugby shows. are going to be every Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday night, 7 to 7.30, 7.30 to 8, right through. We cover all six teams based in New Zealand. Justin Marshall with me on this one, and Marshy's pulled the strings. He's got the big dog. Up next, Razor Robertson joins us to talk the Crusaders. And uh, here right now on SENZ in the red is some Crusaders headlines. Starting off with that uh, the Crusaders will be out with two key All Blacks for their opening rounds of Super Rugby Pacific with flanker Ethan Blackcatter and first five Richie Moanga not travelling with the side to Queenstown. Blackcatter is currently battling a hamstring injury while Moanga is sitting out the opening rounds due to a clause in his contract after going on the All Blacks end of year tour. Pivots Fergus Burke and Simon Hickey will battle out in the first five role which will be, probably be discussed with our next guest while Pablo Matera is set to fill the void at loose forwards. And uh, back to you, Ricardo. Yeah, thanks very much, uh, Ben. This is In the Red. It is our Crusaders rugby show on the Super Rugby Shows here on SENZ. And, uh, of course, uh, Marshy, uh, Justin Marshall, former Crusaders all-black halfback, is, uh, is a big part of the show. And he, he's pulled the strings. Marshy, you got the big dog on, mate. I mean, how many, how many favours do you owe him? And, and how, how, was, he, was he surfing when you, when you called, or was, was he off the beach? Yeah, no, I've managed to get, we've managed to get him away for Sumner, so he has to deal with cold lake wakatipu now um and i tell you what it'll take a very brave person to be in that water for any longer than five minutes so i think that's probably put his surfing on the back burner but uh he certainly um i know it was a little bit of uh, a deaf hand at uh, the paddle boarding so that's a good way not to go into the water and survive that cold all right he joins us now uh, razor robertson how you doing mate how, how is the paddle boarding skills and have you taken a dip in wakatipu yet Hey guys, um, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, I'm actually standing on the wharf just outside the Hilton uh, um, Kelvin Heights area. Just as a few of the boys are jumping in, it's a beautiful night. It would be 26, 27 degrees, so um, Central's turning it on. Yeah, Razor, uh, I just want to first of all, before we get into nitty gritty, I want to ask you how your body is, mate. Are you not getting in there for a recovery session? Because when I dropped that bike off for you yesterday, you said. <laughs> I'm going to go down to Kelvin, Kelvin Grove, and then I'm going to go around to Jack's Point. I sniggered to myself and didn't say anything. That is brutal, mate. That must have taken you about two hours. <laughs> yeah, on the e-bike, mate. It's about a record about an hour, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, look, that's one good thing. But when you get down here, and um, we know we've run a couple of wine tours. Hey, Mushy, with, with the girls, how how um, how many options you got? Like the... Um, the tracks, you know, you've got Coronet, Remarkables, you've got, it, it's it's a pretty special place to, to come down to. And because we can't um, mingle with the public, you've sort of got to make, you know, you're going in twos and threes and the boys are playing golf at Millbrack or Jack's Point. And like, we're sort of right in. I think what why it's so good is we know we're only here for two or three weeks. It's not like probably the, the NRL where they're there for four months, nearly six months away from family. So, Oh, it's worked out perfectly. And, and to, so, in terms of your preparation, you got you got thrown a curveball by having to to come to Queenstown to train and play. And as you said, you adapt. It's something fresh and new for the players, I guess. So it kind of reinvigorates them. They're not going to the same training venue every week. But yeah. obviously, you've had a home game taken away from you. Did you have to revalue, uh, reevaluate how you want to work these first three games, or is it just sort of business as usual? But what we've done is we treat it like, because you can't get to South Africa 
anymore. And like our travel stats are historically the Crusaders are the best on tour. So we travel our way game um, wins are higher than anyone else. And, you know, we've got a form we love. We get tight on tour. So we've used it as a, um, it's not quite the Doria, but, you know, we've um, got yeah. a we've got a place to come to so we can actually connect and, mate, you live and breathe rugby. But so when you're on, you're on. But when, when you're away from it, you can still, like, connect. So it just forces your hand to have um, time together because you're, you're literally in a, in a bubble. Um, and it's been great for the coaches, the players, the captains. You know, you've leadership meetings, and um, everyone's just fully engaged in it. So um, it's it, it, it's great. You know, look, there's also the challenges. You know, we've got a four-hour bus trip um, to get her under the roof on a, on Saturday night, and that's unique. Him done that, done it in Europe playing. Um, they normally travel the night before, but look, you've got to be smart, and you but you've all you've always got to be forecasting what's around the corner with it, and. Um, that's probably the big one for us and most teams will look at it and go normally you drive 15 minutes on a bus not three hours um, so you've got to come off that, that trip right on yeah, Absolutely What when you when you look at the fact that your draw the way that it's worked out you've got Forsyth Bar Stadium for your three games um, none of them um, yeah. here in Queenstown so you, you're under the roof um, pro- probably not ideal, but you have to deal with it. Not having Richie Moonga available, where a guy like that in dry conditions, you know what that's oh. going to dish up week to week is going to dish out some pretty special skills. So you've got some challenges mm. in that position. How are you looking? Yeah, well, mate, isn't Marcus Smith and Richie Moonga from the same same <laughs> cloth, aren't they? Wow, incredible! <laughs> oh, look, I, I, I think uh, you know what, Marshy, um, it's good we. Richie broke his draw in 2017 when um, he was out for six weeks and Mitch Hunt stood up and ran the team and owned it because yeah. Richie wasn't there, so someone had to. And that was good for us because I think we I think we won five out of the six or something of the like, and and it just showed that you know we're greater than one player. Um, not and, and it's not taken away from Richie. Like he's a franchise quarterback, he. He um, he'll go down and is one of the greats in, in Super Rugby and, and like oh, in our game really at the end of it all going well and his his plans but these little moments as a team are great for you because it challenges a person someone else to pick up and what he's been given he, he's given us and you just see a chance to leave their mark you know and and it grows you as a group. Just wanted to talk to you about a couple of players. You, you probably no doubt talked yourself black and blue. Um, about Pablo Matera, so I'm not going to talk about him. Um, but two of the players I want to ask you about. First of all, Cullen Grace. Um, obviously, he had a difficult year last year. Um, you know, where do you see him, and where do you see him, um, basically position-wise? And secondly, Jack Goodhue, mate. You must be pretty pleased to have him back. Yeah, I'll, st- I'll go Bruce Hardy. I'll go Jack because he's not back till end of April. And like that's a big injury, you know. It's all three, mm. cruciate both ligaments and um, dislocated. So, mate, he's real good. Like, if there's one person that can rehab it, is him. He is full time, great pro. Everyone gets injured, as you know, Marsh, as we all did. Um, <laughs> but it's a sign how you come back from injuries. And and look, um, we welcome back because it's the depth we need. 
and probably just more the presence and the calmness that he brings. So, you know, we're going to get injuries. We know that every team's do, do but when you've got guys coming back with his um, special calibre, it'll be perfect time for us. And look, Cullen Grace, that injury's an interesting one. So he just located his um, clavicle, so, you know, in the breast range wide, and he pushed it in. So there's only two ever they can find in contact sport where it goes in. It normally pops out. So he pushed it in. It was a seatbelt injury that you get in car accidents. It's that much impacts required velocity. So he popped it in. So they had to put him under to pop it out. Incredible, man. They yeah. had to discount So basically pop it back in. So he's done incredibly well. He's been out for eight months. Um, you know, he started back on the bench press with the bar. It was that big an injury. So, you know, look, I'm, I'm not sure he's got up to 155K record, Marshy, but he, uh, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm, he, <laughs> nah, he's, he's in his low hundreds at the moment on the bench piece, but look, he's back to his good playing weight. One good thing about him, this injury, and, and the good thing about it is it's allowed him to re-evaluate himself and how much more of a pro he probably needed to be or get his body to a top-level player. So, you know, major skill set. He's converted himself into a number eight, which will keep him there. Pablo will play six. Um, and he, he's built his body for the next 10 years, not just for that season. So there's a lot of positives, and he's matured a bit because he's had a big setback. Well, first of all, mate, you've got a great squad. No doubt you're amping for the weekend and getting started. We're really looking forward to your innovations and, and, and your unique way of, of bringing a team out there and taking this competition by the scruff of the neck. Can't wait for that. Um, I can see you standing there on that wharf, actually, <laughs> and you're singing it, enjoying the sun. I just want to search, yeah. throw you a quick quick question before you leave us, which is a little left field, but I wouldn't like you to be comfortable for the first time on the show. Mate, if you had your hands on Roger Tuivasa-Shek, what jersey would you have him in? I'd start outside backs and move them in, but I, um, that's my first instinct. But look, I, um, yeah, that's my first instinct. But look, I know um, he's a special athlete and special athletes can yeah, and, and can adapt and change pretty quickly. So I'm really excited, like everyone else, to see how he goes. Um, I know your Warriors have the way back, Marshy. So, oh, too long, <laughs> um, brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, and, and, and like, you know, you follow them and just I just love those stories. I love those guys trying to convert. And I wish him all the best for that. Eh? And if he comes in as 12 and does a job well, man, he's transcended um, rugby, in, you know, league into, into union. And not many people can do it. It's a great story. Great story, Thanks, indeed. Razor. Yeah, cheers, Razor. We look forward to uh, seeing pictures of you jumping Marshy's bike into the, uh, into the, <laughs> into the lake uh, later on. Good stuff, mate. Go well and uh, good luck for your first game, eh? Yeah, off the pop of money. Thanks, boys. Cheers. Cheers Good stuff. Uh, Thanks very much. Uh, Scott Robertson, the coach of the Crusaders, with us. Uh, Marshy, before we let you go for our first uh, in the red, we have to get your picks uh, for this weekend's game. So I'll throw them at you. You tell me what's going to happen. Waratahs versus Drua, Friday night. Waratahs. Chiefs versus Islanders. Um, That first one wasn't by heart either, so if the Drua win, I'll be happy with that. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm competitive, Highlanders. Highlanders, okay, good. Crusaders, Canes, do I have to ask? No, you don't. No, no, good. Uh, Reds, Rebels? Uh, Reds, really interested in how they're going to go this year. And Brumbies, Force? Went for the home team, Brumbies, mate. 
Brumbies. Well done, Marshy. Hey, listen, thanks very much for uh, being part of uh, our very first show of uh, In the Red, mate. Looking forward to doing this with you all season, eh? Absolutely, Ricardo. Thanks for joining us, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. If you're a Crusaders fan, this is where to be. Monday nights, 7 to 7.30. We're just talking Crusaders within the red. And up next, Peter Alatini joins us for Moana Pacific, Pacific Flair.